Welcome to the How Great Events Happen podcast. I'm Brooke, and we're coming to you today from our respective home offices in Portland, Oregon. It's time to reconnect with your peers at the world's largest hybrid gathering of meetings, events, and hospitality professionals only at Cvent Connect. As the world moves towards recovery, Cvent Connect 2021 will usher in a new golden age of events as a fully reimagined hybrid event experience that accommodates any attendee preference, in person or virtual. Choose to join from your couch, your car, your office, or at the all new Caesars Forum, August 1st through 4th, 2021. Register now at cvent.com slash connect, and we'll see you there. Hey everyone, my name is Brooke Gracie. I'm coming from the Cvent podcast, How Great Events Happen. And I'm here today with two of my favorite meeting planners. Don't tell everyone else I said that. Um, first up is Allison Evancheck. Allison, it's so great to see you again. You're the manager of meetings and events here at Cvent. Just tell us a little bit more about what you do here at Cvent. Hi, Brooke. So excited to be speaking on this podcast with you. So I manage our event tech and operations within the meetings and events team. I've been with Cvent for just over nine years, so crazy. And it's really exciting to talk on this topic because I have been with Cvent from our very first conference with 300 people to our 4,000-person in-person conference, 40,000 people virtual, and now what's to come for our hybrid Cvent Connect conference coming up. So very excited to be here and, and talk about staffing. Oh my gosh. Yes. Staffing. One of our favorite topics here at Cvent. We also brought in Samantha Ethemitis. She's a senior meeting and event coordinator. Sam, you've been in and out of the meetings team here and there. Tell us a little bit more about what your role is today. Yeah. So I kind of have an interesting story. I started as an intern on the planning team and then I went to sales and now I'm back to work on my first official connect. And then at Cvent, I work on our internal meetings, events, webinars. So newer to the role, but have been around for about three years now. So excited to be here today talking about staffing. This is awesome. Well, welcome back to the marketing and planning team. We always love to boomerang people back from other teams. And we're talking about staffing today, which is always a hot topic at Cvent personally, because we all want to go because it's the best event of the year, right? But I have to imagine now that we're doing a hybrid event, so we have the virtual component and the in-person component, there's all kinds of staffing changes that you had to make this year. So let's just jump right into it. I really want to know how you guys decided what to insource and what to outsource when it came to staffing. Yeah. So just thinking about like staffing as a responsibility, I feel like it's kind of been undervalued in the past. Like It's kind of been an afterthought. With everything that's happened over the last year, this has really like shaken up the importance of the staffing role. So it's now seen as kind of a strategic position of like, you're maximizing your on-site staff's time, but also your virtual staff's time. And you're trying to deliver the greatest impact for both attendees and for your staff. So really going into like, do we insource, do we outsource? We really need to like take on that strategic cap and make sure that we're using the best of everyone's time and also delivering that impact. And historically, Cvent, we've run a few conferences where we 100% in-house staff. We had people scheduled by the minute. They were running from speaking at a session to scanning people at the door for a breakout room session. So we've done it that way. And over time, we've gotten a little more strategic with how we approach it and realizing that that's probably not the best use of people's time. It's definitely not a one-size-fits-all. And you have to really go position by position 
What are the staffing requirements? How many staff do I need? What's the time commitment? What's the value that this position is going to offer to the conference? Is it a functional purpose of your being human signage or is it a opportunity to win business? So really taking it position by position and identifying, does it make sense to use an in-house resource because they deliver a certain expertise or they're going to have a big impact on site or virtually? Or is this something that could be done by an external party to help solve a purpose? Yeah, that totally makes sense. You want your salespeople there to have those really in-depth conversations, but people handing out badges could maybe be anyone. So may not be necessarily a C-venter. So do you guys ever use staffing agencies then? This year, obviously, since health and safety is top of mind where it plays a role in staffing and along with kind of additional cleaning personnel, we have hired a third-party safety team, I guess you could call them. So obviously, we know it's tricky to navigate state guidelines, specific event guidelines, but bottom line, we want to keep everybody safe. And we are bringing in a team to kind of make sure safety protocols are being followed. The reason we outsourced this one is because we want to just make sure we're not compromising any relationships and just keeping everybody safe and comfortable. In addition to that, we use a local third-party staffing agency to fill some roles. Like Ali said, sometimes it's easier to train somebody for 10 minutes and they can accomplish that role, but other times you need to fly somebody across the country to do it. And we're always limited on how many C-venters we can take. Obviously, everybody wants to go. But yeah, we leverage temp staff, like she said, for human signage, clickers, scanners. This year, we'll probably have a little bit more temp staff because we're expecting less on-site. So we'll have less C-venters and we're going to need a couple extra hands. So we will be bringing in some help. That's awesome. Yeah, I have to imagine with all the new safety protocols, there is a whole bunch of staff that you need that you traditionally had never even thought of. And I also have to imagine you guys are working cross-functionally with everyone at Cvent from the sales teams to the marketing teams to figure out who are those experts that need to get there. How are you guys working with the marketing team, for example? Sure. So it's actually kind of a group effort. We start by establishing a core committee and these are dedicated staff to get the job done, staff this whole conference. And these people are kind of members of sales, marketing, CS, and tech. So team effort again, but we then go to our program owners and kind of determine where is staff needed and what are all the open positions that we have to fill. From there, we go back to our committee and say, okay, guys, take a look at your team. Here's your list of roles that we need filled. And then they kind of evaluate and make a recommendation based off of those two things, who would be the best fit. We want to get some subject matter experts there, obviously. But there are also some simpler jobs like registration desks that we need to staff. So they help us get those recommendations. And then from there, we take it and kind of drop people in different roles on site. And we also align those with some other responsibilities that they have. Maybe they're a speaker on site or maybe they're meeting with clients on site. So it all comes together. It's definitely a team effort, but their recommendations and working with marketing, CS, tech, everyone kind of helps us get our employees in places where they are going to feel comfortable and confident working. Yeah, that makes sense. My day job is actually working on the demand generation team and the marketing team, the podcast host all day long. And I know that you guys work really closely with our team because we are building campaigns, you know, that we will be activating on site. 
What are some of those roles and responsibilities of the demand gen team when it comes to staffing? So I think what you just said, Brooke, knowing the different objectives of the campaign, which is Cvent Connect, knowing what marketing channels that we need to mobilize and a lot of the pre-event work goes into that. And then from the onsite, making sure that those activations come to life and that they are actually doing what we had planned for them to do and getting the results that we projected that they would get. So does this mean I get to go to Vegas this year? Shh, don't <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we'll take that offline. Okay, and then we also have the product marketing team, right? Which I hear are super involved with you guys this year when it comes to staffing. You know, they do a lot when it comes to activating an innovation pavilion and things like that too. How is it different when you guys are working with product marketing? So I think that's a great piece. So I own and manage our innovation pavilion, which is our Cvent technology showcase of showing everyone the latest and greatest Cvent solutions in our platform. So I work hand in hand with our product marketing, identifying what products that we want to showcase, what's going to be presented on our product roadmap session, on our general session stage. How do we want to showcase it? What does that experience look like for our in-person attendees? How does it map to the virtual experience for our virtual booths? So really working closely together to make sure that we're aligned from a product strategy, but also what makes sense to deploy on-site versus in the virtual environment. I think this is really cool to hear how you work with the different teams within marketing. And I know there are a lot of teams, but also have marketing operations, for example. Do you guys approach that even a little bit differently? So I would say our marketing operations team, we work hand in hand, not mostly like on-site, but they are the behind the scenes machine that help us execute the event from campaigns to the integrations, the MarTech stack management. They're really the ones that are at the helm of that and no doubt a invaluable resource and resources, I should say, that help us put on a conference. Wow. Okay, so we got marketing under wraps, right? We got a lot of marketing folks that are going to show up. I'm sure we're going to be checking people in and giving out badges and speaking and everything here and there. What about everyone else? What about CS, sales, HR, procurement? How are you guys handling all of those different teams? So like I said, it's kind of a team effort, but when we get our final list and get people approved and start slotting them on site we kind of know where people are going to fall. So obviously our salespeople, we need them to meet with our customers when they're on site. So that's a big part of their role. CS is staffing our innovation pavilion, mainly that's their role. And then we also have our HC people, for example, HC sales, HC marketing, pretty much anybody HC is going to help out with the trade show. So they head over there because that's their domain and they're working with all of their exhibitors who are the HC supplier network clients. So this year, we kind of scaled things back a little bit, but we still have just as many program areas to staff. So we are throwing people into their usual spots and pulling it all together. Yeah. To answer your question, Brooke, I don't think we necessarily approach each department differently. We kind of have a playbook of identifying the program area, what positions, staff positions are needed within each program area, what requirements are needed from that position. So kind of taking those three pieces of information and then delivering it to the different departments to help us fill them out. So I think it's kind of a a working relationship. It's not a different approach necessarily we're taking by department. That has to make it a little bit easier for you guys. It's sort of the same playbook you deployed all the departments. And then is there somebody in each of those departments that's kind of like in charge of making sure what that final list of staffing looks like? 
historically, we didn't have that and it was chaos. <laughs> but we've gotten a lot better over the past few years. And now we do have a core staffing committee established, which has saved bundles of time. And luckily, we're doing this event year over year. So we get into the flow of it. We know what we're doing. We know what resources to deploy and what their responsibilities are. Now we're just iterating on our playbook, iterating on our process to really refine how we staff this conference. Yeah, that makes sense. And going back to it too, this is like whole new year, right? A hybrid event. I mean, it's almost like we're doing three events in one. You have the in-person, you have this premium virtual opportunity, and then you can have this basic free virtual opportunity. I mean, how do you guys even start to approach something like that? And how does it look different for each of the registration types, if we want to call it that? I'm yeah. not going to lie. It is hard. It has to be. <laughs> every, every every turn that we make, it's like, ah, we didn't think about that. Like, how, could, how did we not think about time zones? Like little things that make sense when you look at each experience as a separate entity. But once you have a hybrid event where you're looking at these overlaid with one another it completely changes the way that you're going about this and making sure that you're thinking about the in-person audience, but you're also thinking about virtually, what does that mean for them? Is it, are the experiences happening at the same time? Are they experiencing the same thing? Are the calls to action different for the different audiences? The support needs, the staffing positions that are associated with the respective experiences, those are different. They require a different skill set. They require a different expertise. So really like to go back to my original point of mapping out what the experiences are, the program areas within the respective experience. So take Cvent Connect, our virtual booths, Cvent virtual booths. We know that we'll need somebody to staff the chat. We'll need someone to meet with attendees. So outlining those and then taking it a step further where our chat staff will need to do X, Y, Z. They'll need to be customer facing. They'll need to have a broad knowledge of Cvent Connect and the Cvent platform. So that's just one piece, one role, one little section of it. Take that times it by, well, it's endless. So we're trying to break it down to make it a little more digestible for not just us, but for our stakeholders where we're communicating, here's all of our staffing needs. And they need to be able to understand that. So are you two the ones that are literally putting together the calendars that I get where it's minute by minute where I'm supposed to be? And then if I don't show up, I'm in trouble, that kind of thing. Are those, is that you guys? That is us. Okay, good. And then just to kind of add on to what Allie was saying, I feel like no matter what event you're staffing for, because like you said, it is kind of like three different ones. We still want to be mindful and kind of strategic with all of our staffers' time. So like for in-person, we have limited resources because we only have so many bodies on site, but we want to maximize their time for our investment. I mean, we're sending them out there. So it's kind of expected that they're all hands on deck when they're out there. And on the flip side of that, for virtual, we have more resources because obviously we have the whole company that we could leverage. But we have to focus their time more strategically so they're not just sitting on Zoom for eight hours and they can actually be productive with other work. So it's definitely tricky because we've done in-person connect, we've done virtual connect, but now this is kind of uncharted territories and two separate events almost that we're staffing. So yeah. it's definitely a new challenge. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking the same thing. Like, okay, we knew in-person, we got that. Maybe we dipped our toe in virtual last year. So we got that. Now we're putting it all together into the hybrid experience. Sounds like a lot. And you guys are obviously doing a fabulous job. Okay, I'm going to throw a couple of questions out there that I did not prepare you for. Okay, rapid fire. 
how much of C-Ventures do you think are actually going to be involved and connect in one way or another? I mean, are we thinking like 50% of C-Ventures are probably going to have a part in this in some way or more or less? I feel like that's not a bad estimate, 50%. But we are in a unique situation where our product is powering our own event. So thinking from just the technology side of our resources that are building the features, the functionality, so we could deliver it and showcase to our our audience. Like that is a huge piece of our company that is actively supporting and contributing to our event. And then just all of the ancillary departments that you might not have thought to be supporting the event, they are from HR of making sure that we are having our attendees safe, our C-Event employees are safe, making sure that our travel is booked. We have our travel department, making sure that contracts are signed and that payments are being made from our finance and legal. Our marketing department, obviously, it's all hands on deck. Our sales team, they're driving people to attend. They're also taking appointments on site. So really it is, maybe 50 is a low number, to be honest. Yeah, now that you talk it out, it could be a whole bunch. It's a really exciting time for us as Steve Ventures. Everybody wants to get involved. I would say this year more than ever, right? Because we are all really excited to see how this hybrid event executes. Okay, next random question for you. And I think this will be the last one for today, but I want to ask each of you, if you had one piece of advice for somebody that's listening to this, maybe they're starting to plan their event and they're thinking about staffing, what is one piece of advice that you would give them? And Allison, I'm going to start with you. So staffing could get very overwhelming. I would recommend taking it in pieces and really breaking it down to the very basics and then start chipping away at the intricacies. And like I kind of mentioned before, of starting with the program area, then breaking it down, breaking it down, breaking it down. At least from my experience, it helps me see it visually, but also make it digestible so you can communicate to stakeholders what resourcing you need, what support you need. So just take it piece by piece, and then you'll start to uncover and understand what you're looking for. It's great advice. Break it down. Break it down into manageable pieces. Love it. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I definitely agree with Allie because I went to Allie and I was like, it's so much, so much staffing. And she was like, okay, we'll just take it one step at a time. But I would say since it's my first time doing it and she's kind of done it eight times, secure a good team, lean on the people that have done it before, lean on the people that have staffed other events. They know what they're doing. They're more than happy to help you out. I definitely have had those moments where I'm like, please, what is going on? But just take it one step at a time. Don't try and staff the whole conference at once. Take it program area by program area and lean on your team because they are there to help out. You can't do it all by yourself. I think you mentioned something earlier, Sam, about like taking feedback that you've gotten from like year over year conference, looking at the feedback from your internal parties, from even your external attendees, because they have the best information of how they experienced the event. So you want to take that and, and really use that to deliver on your upcoming conference or event. Yeah, that makes sense. Every year is a learning year, right? And we just take that into the next one. (laughs) Well, I got to say best of luck to you guys. I've already seen some of the amazing work you've done. And maybe what we can do is after the event, circle back and see what kind of insights you got from this amazing hybrid experience that we're about to pull off. So thank you both for spending some time with us. Thanks, Thanks, Brooke. Brooke. 